Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below, as always. But if you are new here, please consider hitting the like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And today we do have some member updates. We had we had a join from Mimin Lee, we had a rejoin from Little Flame, a join from Kimmy Chaos, and we had an upgrade from from a long-standing member miss lucid dreams thank you so much for your love your time and your support and just spending 20 minutes or so with the channel and getting involved i can't tell you the difference you make so thank you so much for being a legend and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys Now this first story comes from Throw Fry's Country, and it does come with an update after the post. Am I the arsehole for accidentally calling out a new colleague on lying about her language skills? Last week, a new colleague, Kathy, 33 female, started at my 25 female workplace. She instantly stood out in the team because she seems like someone who is very loud and assertive. Two of my colleagues, me and Kathy, were having coffee in the break room. We were the only ones in there and we were sitting far apart when the subject of travel was brought up. My colleague said she wasn't booking trips anymore because it would get cancelled because of COVID anyway. Kathy immediately cut in about how sad she is because she travels so often and she goes on far exotic trips to Europe as a hobby. When I think exotic, I think the Bahamas or something instead of Europe, but cool. Kathy then jokes about how all this no travel business is making her fear that she'll lose some of her foreign language skills. I asked what languages she spoke. She claimed to be fluent in three European languages, among which were French and Dutch. Kathy said she was at a native speaker level and went on about how people in Europe were always surprised when they found out she wasn't from there. I was excited because I never get to speak Dutch over here. I was raised in Belgium, which has three national languages, French, and Dutch, which are my mother tongues and mostly commonly spoken there, and German. It's quite common to be pretty fluent at at least two of the three languages in Belgium because you're required to learn them at school, along with English, from a young age. I told Kathy, oh no, <laughs> here we go guys, I'm very sorry about this. Oh look, Dan Heben we it's Hermes Happelich. I know I've completely butchered that, I'm sorry which translate to, oh fun, we have something in common then. <laughs> she immediately pulled the sour face and asked me if that was supposed to be Dutch. I said yes. She laughed awkwardly and said, she couldn't understand because I have a terrible accent and must not be good at speaking it. Now see, I don't have an accent. I speak Dutch more fluently than I speak English. I told Kathy that I grew up speaking Dutch and speak it to my family all the time. She got miffed and asked what languages I speak and where I'm from. I told her I'm from Belgium, so I also speak French, and I added, which you just said you could speak as well. Cool, we can speak French instead. I acknowledged that was a bit of a dick here. 
because by that point, I knew she probably lied about speaking French as well. She then shoved her chair back and angrily got up, said whatever and stomped off. It was awkward. My colleagues just kind of shrugged and said she shouldn't have lied. However, she later approached me and told me I embarrassed her by acting superior about my European heritage. I told her there was no way for me to know she had lied about speaking those languages. She rolled her eyes and told me I was immature. That Kathy had called me a little B-word who enjoys bullying new colleagues. Behind my back later. I don't think I was a bully at all, but I don't want to turn this into a huge thing. Do I just apologize to keep the peace? Am I the asshole? And there is some edits before we go to the comments. So edit one says, I'm not sure about escalating this to HR, which a lot of people have told me I have to do. I feel like this might make me look immature to the rest of my colleagues, of which I am the youngest, and it might not need to go that far. It depends on if Kathy is willing to put this behind her and be professional. If all else fails, I do have witnesses who would be honest about what happened, so I think I might be in the clear if she tries to twist the story. Edit 2, some people have taken offense to me giving the Bahamas as an example of an exotic place and are trying to make this into a race issue. I don't know exotic was an offensive term in the US. Do I think of the Netherlands, Belgium, England, Norway, which were the countries she was describing as being far away exotic destinations as my idea of an exotic trip? No, not because there's a lot of white people there, but because when I think of exotic, I think of a place with nice sunny weather, white sand beaches and a blue ocean. Maybe it's because I'm from Belgium, but I don't really feel like being in my home country when it's dark and rainy all the time is quite that experience. Edit 3, some people think she might not have understood me because she is fluent in Dutch, but learned it in the Netherlands, which has different accents. While it is true that the Netherlands and Flanders have different accents, I didn't speak a very specific dialect like West Flemish or something. I spoke the general Dutch you see in the news in Flanders. I didn't speak quickly and try to make it incomprehensible to set her up. I genuinely believe she spoke Dutch because that's what she was saying. So I talked to her in normal conversational Dutch. The same kind of Dutch I use in a work environment back in my home country. And the same kind of Dutch I use with friends from the Netherlands, but with a soft G, lol. Nah, not, definitely not the arsehole for me in this one. And I get to use the good old Reddit saying on this one, if you play stupid games, <laughs> you win stupid prizes. I mean, if you're going to lie about something like that, at some point you are going to get called out for it. Especially the more languages you add as well. If you're going to be French, Dutch, and if you want to add German in there as well. You know, there's a, there's a good chance at some point someone is going to speak one of those languages and you're going to get called out for it. And then the fact that she went behind your back and was calling you like names behind your back to other colleagues as well kind of shows her attitude too. So I would say you're definitely not the arsehole in this. It didn't sound like you did it in a malicious way. So yeah. And even if you did, she shouldn't be lying about what languages she can speak. But before we go on to the update, we'll start with St. Elvis saying not the arsehole and quotes, I embarrassed her by acting superior about my European heritage. And says, I mean, not that, but you are superior to her and that you don't feel the need to lie to impress people. And quotes again saying, Kathy had called me a little B word who enjoys bullying new colleagues. And then says, oh, Kathy, talking out loud into the mirror again. And Glitter and Pizza 568 says, not the arsehole, she claimed to speak a language. It's not your fault that she lied. It's a risk she ran in telling the lie. And Shih Tzu Piss says, <laughs> bloody name, not the arsehole. She said she spoke the language. You spoke to her in the language. She didn't understand it. She got embarrassed. The problem is her. And always it's spring says, not the arsehole, but you should take this incident to HR. 
She's talking about you behind your back and using language that isn't appropriate for the workplace. HR needs a heads up. And I think that is a very important step, although OP said in their edit that they're probably not going to go down that route. But even to have it documented is important because if she does say something against you, you know, even though you may have colleagues on your side, it's still a mess that's not worth dealing with. But anyway, we move on to the update. So update. So a couple of months ago, things went down with a new colleague who was lying about her language skills and the original was there. Many people gave the advice of go to HR. Others said not to go to HR because that would be escalating the situation. I decided to not go to HR right then, but I did take the advice to write down what had happened with the time and names of the other colleagues present just in case. I thought the situation might blow over because Kathy was probably just embarrassed. Well, I was wrong. Kathy kept being cold to me, rolling her eyes at me in meetings and talking behind my back. Another colleague came to confront me at one point to ask me why I'd been so mean. Apparently, Kathy was telling a different version of what happened. Kathy said I'd said mean things to her in Dutch and was making fun of her in Dutch, so no one else but her could understand. She was smart enough to only tell these stories to colleagues who weren't actually there for it. Word got around and it turned into a bigger issue, with a couple of people actually questioning my character, mostly just colleagues that don't work very close to me. HR got wind of it after a while and I got called in close to a month after the incident. They had already met with Kathy and she told them the she cursed me out in Dutch and was very mean to me story. I told them the full story and everything that happened after. They asked me if there was anyone else present who could confirm this. So those colleagues came and told them Kathy had lied about speaking a language, stormed out and then started calling me a B word etc to others. They thanked me for my time and I got on with my work. Nothing happened until a week later when I was informed that Kathy was asked to leave. Apparently, Kathy had doubled down on the lies and told everyone I was the one lying and she did speak those languages. So my boss told her in that case, she'd have no problem talking to one of our Canadian colleagues who wasn't involved in the situation in French in front of him, just to confirm. At this point, Kathy admitted she had been lying. It turned out she didn't speak a word of French either or Norwegian, which was the third language she was lying about. This was enough for them to let her go because part of the reason they hired her was that they were so impressed by her speaking multiple languages and work experience she had abroad. The work experiences were made up as well. I'm just happy it's over. I'm confident it wasn't really my fault it blew up now. If it wasn't me who caught her in a lie, someone else probably would have down the line. The few people who kind of believed her ended up coming to me and apologizing for questioning me about what happened. So that's all sorted. Edit, some people are asking why they didn't test their language skills in the hiring process. Our jobs don't actually require us to speak Dutch, French or Norwegian. I think they probably just saw it as a plus or something that made us stand out from the other candidates. Wow, what an update. And you know, I'm not that surprised that Kathy was doubling down in the end but absolutely crazy. What goes through that person's mind thinking, yeah, I'm going to continue lying. I'm going to lie about three languages, my work abroad. I mean, come on now. You're going to get caught out at some point. They always do. But what are your thoughts on this one? Let me know in the comments below as I would love to hear it. And let's move on to the next story. And our next story is from Dress. Am I the arsehole for never visiting my nephew and his family after they moved to town? My nephew, 28 male, his wife and their one-year-old moved to our city about two years ago. We live in a huge metro area and technically they live 45 minutes away with no traffic. We weren't super close ever, but he moved for a job and his family knew no one else in our city. 
Around the time they all moved here, my career took off, we had our second child, and my wife started a master's program. We became insanely busy. My nephew reached out a few times, wanting to drive up and visit us. I always told him we were too busy, but I'd let him know when things settled down. He said that was fine, and we went on our way. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Then the pandemic hit and my business took a tumble. I had to drive for Uber to make ends meet because my company wasn't doing well. My nephew continued to reach out offering to drive up and visit. Because of COVID, we had a built-in excuse, so I told him I'd see him once the pandemic got better. Even once we were all vaxxed, I just didn't have the time or energy to see him or his family, so I kept making excuses. At any rate, we are now two years in and still haven't seen them. Apparently, my nephew complained to his dad, my brother, that my family and I haven't been supportive during their transition to the new city and that our refusal to see them was hurtful. My nephew also said that they were really counting on me and my family as a support system in this city and we have let them down. This was never communicated to me when they first moved here. In my opinion, it was unfair for them to expect that from us when we had a lot of life stuff happening. It wasn't like we were just sitting around chilling. Reddit, am I the asshole for not visiting my nephew for two years when he moved to our town? Now, I'll start off by saying, you know, you never owe anyone any time, but this is your nephew, and I'm going to go with the assumption that you do have some love for your nephew in some form. If you don't like him, that's a whole, you know, we could go down a whole different way, but I will go with the assumption that you do have some sort of love towards your nephew, which would make you the arsehole for not making a little bit of time when, you know, nephew's the one who's willing to take the 45 minute drive to you multiple times and you kept blowing it off. And the bit that really jumped out to me was, because of COVID, we had a built-in excuse, so I told him I'd see him once the pandemic got better. Even once we're all vaxxed, I just didn't have the time or energy to see him or his family, so I kept making excuses. I know life's hard sometimes, and I can see it in this post that you've had a bit of trouble with your business and you've been having to drive for Uber and stuff like that. And I'm guilty of not making time for my family as well. You know, since my dad passed away, we've I've rarely seen my brothers, which which is something that's always in my head and I'm, we're overly concerned about. We speak on the phone and we, we keep saying like, oh yeah, we, you know, we're all guilty of this. We need to make time to visit each other. Otherwise, we're just going to drift further and further apart, which none of us as brothers want, but all of our lives are extremely busy all the time with, with work, etc. But just before I go any further, we are making like plans to, you know, have a monthly visit or, or something like that. And that's all OP needs to do is just set like, you know, an hour aside, a couple of hours aside for their nephew and so i'm gonna have to say you know it's i would say that you are the arsehole for not making a little bit of time for your family if you do truly like them (laughs) 
But Doug Coker says, you're the asshole. Because of COVID, we had to build an excuse. So I kept making excuses. And Sims177 says, you're the asshole. It sounds like your nephew probably wanted to see you, especially in the light of COVID. It sounded like he was willing to make the drive to see you, but you just didn't want to see him. Now you don't need to see him every day or every month, but you haven't seen him for two years at all. That just sounds like you don't like them. If I moved to the same city as a cousin or an uncle or an aunt and I kept trying to see them only to be told no for a variety of the reason, I'd probably feel like I was getting blown off too. And Crash says you're the arsehole, all you needed to do was give him one weekend afternoon and he would have come up to you. You didn't even have to go to him. Poor kid. My aunt doesn't make time for me and it makes me sad. And Scartes says you're the arsehole for using the words built in excuse. You didn't want to see him and all the reasons you listed are actually just excuses, as you say. And Little Reader 7 says, you're the asshole. The fact that he was willing to drive nearly an hour to see you and he kept asking you, knew he was alone. You really are an asshole. You should just been honest and said no. Instead, you lie and then act surprised and upset because you got called out. I feel sorry for your nephew. I wish he had a better support system because it's clearly not you. And we'll have one more from not that kind of doc saying, you said, apparently my nephew complained to his dad, my brother, that his family and I haven't been supportive during their transition to the new city, and that our refusal to see them was hurtful. My nephew also said that we're really counting on me and my family as a support system in this new city, and we let them down. This was never communicated to me when they first moved here. And then said, maybe he hoped to communicate that thought with you after spending time with you in person by support system he could have simply meant that he was relieved that there was family in the area to see from time to time you're the arsehole you're not obligated to spend time with him so i'd normally say no one's an arsehole here but you spent two years blowing him off when he even offered to do all the traveling etc would it have been so difficult to find one afternoon in two years to spend time with him also do you even suggest to zoom at all during covid at the very least that would have been such an easy compromise now, what do you guys think of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Boyfriend Wed Throw. Am I the arsehole for refusing to attend a wedding with my boyfriend after I already said I would? I, 26 female, have been dating my boyfriend, 33 male, for about 10 months now. Fairly early into our relationship, he asked me if I would like to attend the wedding of his good friend. It would be happening in a town that was about three hour drive away. I told him that I would go with him. I even checked ahead and saw that I was off that weekend. The plan was made and I didn't think much else of it. Fast forward to about six weeks ago, I'd met my boyfriend's buddy a couple of times and I liked him, but I had never met his fiance. Well, all four of us ended up going out together. I didn't end up hitting it off well with her at all. We just have different values and views on the world. Long story short, after that meeting, I decided I didn't want to attend the wedding. Not only did I want to be a guest at a wedding of a woman who I don't like nor respect, but I also only have every other weekend off and didn't want to give my weekend off up for this wedding. My boyfriend is mad at me and says that we've already RSVP'd and that there was a meal ordered for me, which is true, but it's not too late to cancel that and that he wants me there with him, especially since I've already agreed. But I think I shouldn't be forced to go since I don't like the bride and shouldn't have to give up my entire weekend off to do so. Am I the arsehole here? 
Now, coming into this post, the way you described it, it sounded like you was going to the wedding initially to support your boyfriend who, who invited you to go in the first place. So there's that. But then you went on and said that you met their future bride. You had different views of the world. But what does that mean? I mean, that could mean a whole wide range of things from very, very small things to, you know, extremely bad things. But going back to my initial point is that you, I think you was going to support your boyfriend. You're not going to support the bride. I mean, the chances that you're going to be sitting down at a table chatting to the bride for a long period of time at a wedding is extremely, extremely slim. So just go to the wedding, enjoy it with your boyfriend and enjoy your time, your meal and your drinks with, with a few other friends as well. And let's face it, no one should ever be forced to do something they don't want to do, like go to a wedding or whatever. But the problem is, is that you initially agreed to it. Now you're going back on that. You're telling your boyfriend you don't want to go with him. So I think that would make you the asshole in this situation to me. And I might be wrong. I've been wrong many times before. So always happy to be educated. But let's move on to the comments to see what they say. And we'll start with Mizzy Von Muffling saying, you're the arsehole, you're not marrying her, you're accompanying your boyfriend, so get off your high horse and enjoy the day with your boyfriend who invited you and wants you there. And Alert Potato says, you're the arsehole, you were never invited to be there to support the bride and groom. You are your boyfriend's plus one, so he doesn't have to be there alone all day. You just told your boyfriend that you don't want to spend your weekend off with him because you really don't care for someone you may have to talk to for three minutes all weekend. An ice cream penis... <laughs> says having different views on the world can mean anything from someone being racist hateful bigot right down to liking praylines and cream when you prefer rocky road so it's oh, rocky road so it's hard to like <laughs> so it's hard to really give a judgment here without more context but from what you have provided you're the arsehole you made a promise to your boyfriend and now not only will have to endure the wedding without his partner and answer questions about your absence but you're costing people money time and space that could have gone to someone else that they cared about that's not cool plus now your boyfriend has to apologize for you and bear the brunt of any irritation that you have caused Sometimes we do things that we don't necessarily want to do for the sake of other people. Most people grasp that concept in kindergarten. And Northern Lit Up says, you're the arsehole big time. This isn't about you. Show up and support your boyfriend. You not liking the bride after meeting her once has absolutely nothing to do with anything. And so Lukey Queen says, you're the arsehole. This isn't about you. I highly doubt the bride is even going to have time to talk to you, random person she met once. She's going to be hosting her family and friends and she'll be too busy celebrating. This is about your boyfriend and the commitment you made to him. You said you'd go and he's going to be the person you're hanging with there. And one more from April May who says, you're the arsehole for reneging on your comment. More importantly, you might want to rethink this relationship. After less than a year of dating, you view taking a road trip to a wedding with your boyfriend as giving up your weekend. You aren't excited about the opportunity to dress up, enjoy a nice meal together and dance. Heck, after dating my now husband for 10 months, I would have competed him pretty much anywhere so we could spend time together. Now, what are your thoughts on this story? Is OP right that because they disagree with the bride on certain world views that she should not attend the wedding? Does she owe her time to her boyfriend to be there and support him? Should she just suck it up and go? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below on this story and all today's stories and your verdicts on them if you have a moment of your time. Thank you so much for your love, your support and time towards the channel. And you know, being here 20 minutes is absolutely incredible of you. And I, I'm blown away by the support in the comments I see. And oh God, yeah, let me tell you, yesterday when we asked about what locations, what you're doing and stuff, there were so many. 
We had Rocio from Mexico City, just just so doing some knitting or, or getting ready for work while they listen. Creepy life of me, who was just eating some soup and getting over a bad cold from Virginia Beach in US. Bella Donna doing a bit of cleaning over in the US. Skies of Yellow making some shortbread with the kids. Koira in Ontario doing some diamond painting. Patty the cheeky so-and-so eating Reese's Pieces in London, Canada. Juchi J in the Netherlands just sitting back after sundown and just chilling out. And there were so many of you who was telling me what you were doing and I'm all for it. I was absolutely love knowing what you're up to whilst you're listening. It's just so amazing. Thank you so, so much. And if you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can by clicking that join button down below for YouTube. Never any pressure, by the way, or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. Thank you so much, you amazing people. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.